heard they got in trouble. Was yelling at somebody over there in uh, no, Los Angeles? Insignia, no, oh. no, no, it was Kelly. He's fried, bro. No, <laughs> it was Kelly. Possibly. Yeah. The reasons why I'm sporting this beautiful IFTV ad because I cracked my head open. Since this basement here has been made for people five foot and lower, I. I got caught. But Spalletti was the bread and butter to the Napoli team. Mike, Whether back, you agree with me or not, because I don't you, I know you're not I'm back to different from, for you, from, I'm sure uh, you, from do. you. But Forza, Juve. What? What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Serie A Audio Experience with IFTV. We just got us three today. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we're looking, we're looking good. Three is a perfect number. Three is a perfect number. It's yeah. an odd number, actually. No, it's, it's the perfect number. But it's odd. You yeah, like the number so. three? I like it. For what, Maldi? <laughs> You know, you remember that? <laughs> you got Chiellini over there. Look at it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's not compare Maldini. <laughs> one foot on the grave, one foot on the banana peel, as yeah. you say, right? Yeah. Remember Plus that? I heard they got in trouble recently. I was reading, was yelling at somebody over there in uh, no, Los Angeles. No, that was Insigne, no? Oh. No, no, it was Chiellini. He's, he's fried, bro. No, <laughs> it was Chiellini positive. Yeah, he's fried. Double check, Chiellini yelling at somebody. Anto, can we just tell the people just for a second? Yeah, by the way, the, the reasons why <laughs> I'm sporting this beautiful IFTV art is, because, is nice I, because I cracked my head open. <laughs> not really. No, you don't gotta show up. You don't gotta show up. Since uh, since this basement here has been made for people <laughs> five foot and lower, <laughs> I I got caught. So I normally duck. Let's start with what game? You tell me. Uh, about you we remember the game? Yeah. <laughs> about we starting with, the Fi with Fiorentina being third place. That was, was good. Very impressed. Tied for third, right? Tied for third. Same good, with uh, Juventus deal. and Napoli. Same amount of points. That tells you. That it's not how much you spend. Is the coaching staff mm -hmm. Italiano versus mm -hmm. you know no. Allegri, and uh, the quality of the the game that uh, the coaches are able to display on the field with uh, the soldier that they have available to themselves. So you know, kudos to uh, Italiano. Still early. Yeah, no. Just it's to not be early. careful. No, it's well, not seven early. games. Is it's early. a little something. bit early. We're seven games. Yeah. But I'm seven just saying, games, just to yeah. brag. To brag, it's a little bit early. Huh. And you got to give it to Nico Gonzalez, too. They kept him. What a player. They, they warded mm -hmm. off uh, all the buyers. Uh, they renewed him. And he's paying dividends for the club, you know? He's doing mm -hmm. he's doing well. So Fiorentina, if they can con can continue this, I, they can really trouble mm -hmm. for a Europa League spot. And Anto was even saying maybe Champions League. But I, I don't know. I said Champions League is too much. I don't know about Champions League. League. Could be, if I can see Europa League, it could be the outlier. Was this before be. or after your fall? No, that was before. <laughs> that the last podcast. It was a week ago. I said that Fiorentina might be an outlier. It might be just the one that uh, is mm -hmm. going to be surprising a lot of... A yeah. lot of people. You know what I like today in the game uh, when I watch? Enzola finally scores because mm -hmm. he does he does a lot of work Dirty holding work. up the, yeah, yeah, the play. Yeah. His impact, tactically, sure. I think he helped the team look better. But, I mean, even Italiano said it, he needs to score goals. That's mm -hmm. what you're there That's for as a center him. forward. Mm -hmm. So he gets he gets the goal. I think it was the third goal, the last goal. They dominated against Cagliari. I also liked uh, the wing backs, the, the full backs, I should say. Parisi and Cayode. I like the way that they look a little bit better than I like Dodo and Biragi. Uh, you young know, blood too. younger Italian players yeah, that young um, that understand the type of formation that they're trying to play. And you said, and uh, Aristan uh, asked us, how underrated is Nico Gonzalez? It's not that underrated, believe it or not. It's been flying under the ra the radar, but it's not underrated. It's uh, it's not it's underrated because it's flying under the radar. It's like it's like it's like a. I guess he means in the in the world of football, in the European football, I, people that don't just watch Serie A, nobody will talk listen, about Nico Gonzalez. Yeah. But if he was playing at a different team with more eyeballs, 
people would say, um, wow, what a player this guy is, or if he played in a different league. So well, I think that's what I've he means. I've been watching him for the last couple of years, I mean, constantly. I mean, the highlights are all there to watch. You don't have to watch the full game, but the highlights of this guy here are incredible. I mean, uh, it's not guessing. He's scoring and he's, uh, he's involved on the maneuver of the Fiorentina. He's, he's involved. He's involved almost 80 or 90% of the time. And he renewed his contract now. Yeah. He said that uh, maybe he's playing this well because he took the number 10 this season. That part, that's part of that, 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 that you know. You the, think it actually matters? It does. Yeah? It does. Yo, Castrovilli had the 10 before, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm. Okay, now Castrovilli is no longer out. there. I'm not sure what the plans uh, for Castrovilli are. I'm not, uh, I don't know. I think they tried to sell the, the, the player and then something didn't work out with the physical. I think he got injured again. He did. I'm pretty yeah. sure he tore yeah, his he's ACL again. Still, he's know, still there. No, yeah, he's still yeah. there, but they took yeah. away the 10, obviously. Uh, <clears throat> well, they have to. If you got to play like Nico Gonzalez, no, then you no, got to do it. It's true. It's true. Come on. Yeah, but normally you don't take the number of somebody of a member of the squad that has been already wearing that stuff. He has to be you know, worked out in a way that they said, hey, by yeah. the way, uh, you know, Gaetano, you think that we can uh, we can uh, make uh, Nico Gonzalez happy with uh, you swapping the numbers or uh, just sure they getting another him. number? So I'm sure they said something. I think Gaetano is going to be finding another team, yeah. Let's move on. I want to talk about Milan because mm. I was so impressed uh, with the game against Lazio. 2-0, mm. dominating performance pretty much. First half was a little bit sloppy, mm. I think, from both of them. Uh, Pulisic gets his goal. Leao, two assists. Mm. Everybody looked uh, amazing. Um, well, the thing that I noticed, you tell me if I'm reading too much into this or if maybe I'm on the right track. Mm. We, we, we killed Pioli for what he did in the Derby, where he had so many numbers forward, and then he left themselves exposed at the back to counterattacks. The only way Lazio was going to score in this game were two things. Counterattack and losing the ball out of the back for Milan. They were not going to build into the game at all. I think I saw Pioli try to adapt to that a little bit. He wasn't flying everybody mm -hmm. forward. Calabria tucked in a little mm -hmm. bit more. The fullbacks didn't go as inverted as usual. So I'm wondering if he learned from that derby and if this is what we can see going forward. Because if they figure out defensively and they have Tomori, who Tomori is such a crucial part, now we're talking about a real Milan. Well, when Tomori's on the game and he's, uh, you know, he's focused, he's a great defender. But uh, don't forget, we still don't have Kalulu <laughs> that is still injured. I think he's coming back soon. I think AC Milan with an extra center might might do uh, might do the job. He can play with the three defenders. I mean, uh, because Calabria technically is not playing a uh, right defense. It's Calabria is uh, it's like another midfield, like uh, because you know you you beat Calabria with uh, with a fake. I mean, Calabria just goes down with if you just blow it at him. <laughs> but uh, I'm telling you, that's reasons why they're not using Calabria as a, as a defender. So did you so, notice anything different? He, he, well, technically, the, the the full squad did not overcharge when we were playing offensively because they even when Florenzi for example came came in for Calabria I didn't see for uh, Florenzi coming all the way down and crossing the ball from uh, from uh, the the corner kick uh, you know Florenzi just uh, limited his action to be three quarter to three quarter and back defensively again so Florenzi was involved but not offensively as I, I know I remember Florenzi playing the, the previous game that I seen uh, uh, on AC Milan so I think I think the fact that we do not have Krunic right now, I think Adley's adjusting to the to, to the role, to the new role. He's been told that you're not gonna you're not gonna go uh, all the way uh, box to box. You're gonna be just doing uh, the register defensive or take the ball from the defense and just uh, make the game happen in front of everybody else. And he's been told that in front of you, you have other players that are capable to do what we mm. need to have them do with the midfield. So our offensive line is spectacular. Leao, we don't need him to score. We just need him to make this run, attract a couple defenders, and then free somebody on the middle that is going to come in and uh, 
and uh, you know, you know, tap the ball in or just, uh, you know, we had a lot of chances. I, I mean, I was listening to you and Grella during the 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 first half. I mean, AC Milan didn't play bad. It's just they did not convert. We had, we need to convert a lot more chances. Well, you had that problem against Newcastle when you shot them nine to one. Uh, so the the thing is, if the ball starting to go in more frequently, and you get a player like Leao, maybe Reinder. Reinder has been so unlucky. He went so many times close to score. He just can't score. Open net here and there. It's like the Catalan of last year. I mean, you can even buy a goal if you really wanted to. No, but he's playing amazing. It's, it's spectacular, but he's been unlucky. CDK didn't even play well. Besides not scoring, he's been unlucky. The guy needs to explode with one or two goals or, or, or make a tripletta one day. That guy is going to fly all, off the chart. <clears throat> I think we are we are in good shape. What did you notice, Mike? That game, um, yeah, Milan played good. I think it was just they scored well uh, in the second half, both goals. I think it just seemed like a matter of time till Milan got the goal. And if they didn't score, it would have just been unlucky for Milan. Um I agree with you with the chances converted, and I still bring it up. I, I feel like no one still agrees with me. I don't think Giroud is the player he was, and I don't think he's creating ca- chances or finishing chances that he gets, and I just feel like he's invisible. Whatever, you can disagree with me, but I, I, I've, I've been saying it from the beginning of the season, even last season a little bit. Um, but they still got to rely on the wingers. Pulisic, yeah, he came in, he scored loud, whatever, two assists. We Okafor, all know he's good. two and two. That's true. Okafor. So would you start Okafor over Giroud? Mm, maybe ease him in. I mean, it, it's going to be tough. Next game against Dortmund. Oh, just like Okafor that. Okafor's got two goals in two games. Yeah. No. I'll start him just... in Serie A first. I wouldn't start him cause, just because they're so used to him. But I do feel like they have to start slowly phasing Giroud out, how they kind of did with... Um, was Zlatan at the time? Just because he's older, he's not the same player he once was. Listen, let me tell you something, Mike. I've seen a little different than you. First of all, I've yeah. never seen somebody 37 years old pressing the goalkeeper when the ball is going out and the, goal pick, the goalkeeper is going to have to make a decision. Juru runs, he's, he runs to the goalkeeper. He wants the goalkeeper to make a... To, 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 is making them make quick decisions. And many times that, they translate in ball, yeah, being turned over. But he did that to a couple seasons ago, and he was doing a, he was scoring on top Listen, of that. But now he's losing that part of Mike his game a little Provedel, bit. He made a big save in that one one uh, one touch shot that he took, and then uh, and Reinder did was not able to convert with the open net technically. But uh, that was Giroud. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Giroud is going to make a count when it's very important. Okay, and I trust I Giroud. So. I trust Giroud. And I just want to say for Lazio too, they're just another team that you don't know what side you're going to see from them. They didn't look they didn't look good at all. I don't know if it was because Milan play, played them very well, but they just looked kind Lethargic of... Lethargic a little bit. Yeah, there, it was something. They just did not look... There was a, their bad side. I think Asimala didn't it's let them play. Or, That's the problem. That too, I think it was team. a little Lazio's bit of both. a good team. I don't so. think Lazio's a good team. Eh, they are okay. They're, 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 they're good players. They're very good players. Yeah, they're, well, they're on paper. Psychologically, there's something messed up in their head. Mm. Because how mm. do you go from being the second best defense last season to defending the way that they defend? In, within this year. To me, I that mean, doesn't make any can, sense. But nobody can defend against Leao the way you think they should be Okay, defending. but overall, not just in today's yeah, game. In general, the way that Lazio's been defending mm-hmm. with the same players, the entire team is mm-hmm. is basically the same without Milinkovic Savic. It shouldn't be this much of a downgrade. He starts uh, Tati Castellanos because he didn't have... He wasn't able to, to start. 
It caused a little bit of controversy online where Immobile's wife was posting on Instagram. People are not grateful. It's blah, crazy, blah, blah. right? Immobile has not been good, but, though. Yeah, I know. He's not been good. Castellanos, but, I didn't see anything, but then though, again, to this, start. Yeah, you know, he's, try, he's trying. He needs time. I Michael. didn't see How much. How do you make a judgment? Okay, I'm, just, I, I, I'm just saying, from what I saw, I didn't see much. Yeah. But it's the entire but Lazio the attack. Squad. Yeah, it's a whole squad. There's, whole not, squad. there's no fluidity. There's no movement. There's not that same aura of last year. And I think it does trickle down from the top. Right from the start, Mauricio Sadi goes out complaining about the fixtures. Yeah. We got too many games. We got yeah. this. We got that. Lotito doesn't buy me the players that I want. Whether Whichever side you're on, if you're on the president's side, you're on the coach's side, it's never a good idea to, to, put, to spill out yeah. your dirty laundry. It sets a bad, for me, a bad precedent within the locker room of we already have an excuse or we already have a reason why we're not going to do good. And it feels bad. And it, it got even worse. Um, the, the arguments continued. The fights between Lotito, uh, between ownership, and between Sadi continued. Where after the game, Lotito said, we had a great transfer market. In every club around the world, uh, signings are made by the directors. And besides that, the Mercato has nothing to do with what's going on right now. Sadi, this was Lotito responding. Sadi had said, the players I informed them about did not arrive. 95% of the time, it's like this for coaches. We started with A, but then we had to choose between X and Y. He wanted a lot to chick because he played coached him in, uh, at Chelsea. But uh, let me just tell him something. I think they have a spectacular world-class midfielder like Pedro. Pedro is a spectacular midfielder. I don't see him playing the full game. Right? The he scored a goal that didn't count. Of course. Yeah. He's an attacker. Pedro is a, a winger. My, he's a winger. Uh, Pedro is a great midfielder. He, this guy here, he played with the top of he's the Barcelona squad. Pedro can play, can can just actually contribute to the to the to the Lazio midfield and offensive line a lot more than what a lot of people think. I don't understand why he has to come off from the bench and all the stuff. Why don't you use him? I fault. I mean, it's sorry, sorry. There you were guys. there were some reports that um that they're. Thinking about they were thinking about the sacking. Not not really good rumors or, or really reliable Sally? rumors. Yeah, they were saying that Lotito, which is something that seems true, doesn't want to pay two coaches. Uh, Igor Tudor is one of the coaches available. Potential. If you're at this point and you're watching where this Lazio side is, yes, maybe they had a, a tough schedule to come in. But then when I look at some of the games that they lost points to and dropped points to, I pull back and I say, all right, they should have done better. What would you What would you do but at this point, Mike? But it's not even just results, Margo. If you Losing the results and playing well, they're not playing well mm -hmm. either. Watch the game. I understand. So what, what, what would you do, Mike? If you're if you're well, in I charge, I like Sadi. I just don't think he's that good of a coach. I th I feel like he's overrated, and I I'm starting to believe Anto a little bit. Where but he, he did an amazing job getting the team second place last season. Cause everyone else was fighting for Europe. He had he was playing the same amount of games as Spa. One game a week, well, you better be doing that. The, defense, the defense last year Come did on, a you spectacular give credit, job. But you also got to look at other things too. Mike Provedel, Provedel uh, is yeah. an important goalkeeper. He's spectacular, Who but he has, he, defense, he has a defense that uh, they are uh, they are uh, full of uh, you know holes. Okay, but last season, like right Marco now. brought up, I know, I know. So hey. I I think it's first of all. I think with it's a, I, there's a lot of toxicity in that the locker room, the coach, toxic. the president. Definitely there's a toxic. lot of stuff that's that is not there anymore. Okay, because of Saudi. Sa Savic uh, is not there strange. anymore because of whatever. Whichever. He got money from Saudi. Yeah, okay. Bring him to door, baby. I don't know. He would to probably me, do it a very I'm good job with this. I, I always said that I'm not high on him, on Saudi, and I'm not high on on Mourinho either. But let's not let's get Mourinho to the next step. But again, Saudi to me. 
said to me is someone that has to learn to play with the cards that has been dealt. It's so been like this. You You're cannot really be complaining <laughs> like Marco said before the game, after the game, and now he's complaining about the Campagna Quisti and all the transfer market and all the stuff. I said, hey, this is the team. How come the Palladino with the no transfer or couple a couple transfer is technically uh, even above uh, how many points does, does uh, Monza have? Nine, Lazio right? Lazio are fighting That's right above relegation. And okay. Roma too. All right. Yeah. So Monza have nine points and Lazio have seven. seven yeah. There you go. So yeah, no, that tells you. That tells you. There are Lecce has got eleven points. I mean, there are a mediocre team. I mean, on the paper, mediocre, because of yeah. the, you know, of the fact that they are a little town that they are actually uh, putting uh, the, you know, uh, displaying the soccer on uh, on the grass. Okay, so Sarri's been talking too much. He has to talk a little less. So for you, you would sack Sarri at this moment? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we got a question just to move on. Uh, last doing? thing about Milan. Uh, Bishima says, with uh, Loftus-Cheek injured, which was the, the only bad thing I think that happened for Milan, uh, can Milan still go uh, grab a win uh, against the yellow wall against Borussia Dortmund? I think it's actually a good opportunity for Musa to, mm -hmm. to show what he's worth. Every time he's come in, I've really liked his attitude. Mm -hmm. I've liked his spirit. He's good on the ball. Uh, very fast, technical going forward. So I think that he deserves a chance. And I don't think it's that much of a drop off yeah, no. from Loftus no. cheek to Musa. I think this is a good opportunity to for him yeah. to show to what he's worth. And to fight and to fight for a spot to show that he's listen, Loftus cheek has been doing good, but breathe down his neck a little I, bit. I will actually respond to his question. I would say that the AC Milan is not gonna go over there trying to defend and try no. to walk away with a no. tie. They're if he wants up on a tie, it's a welcome result for me because you know you're playing in Germany and all the stuff, but I think, I think you need a win. I see AC Milan might go over there to just snatch the win. Yeah, from, I think uh, so. From the Germans. Yeah, for sure. I think that this also shows the everything that management did off season in making sure this mm -hmm. team is still competitive, even with a few players that uh, that could get injured. All right, let's move on. You want to go? We have a question from Lozzo Roma. Mm. Since we did Lazio, we'll do Lozzo. Lozzo. What's Lozzo mean? Does that mean something? No. Oh. I don't know. That's his name. Maybe his last name. That's his Twitter. No, it's, it's, it's a nickname. Maybe it's a nickname. nickname. Could be. What's your nickname? Uh, I don't know if I have one. I have so many. Did you ever have one growing up? Um, not really. Fisherman. Didn't they call you Fisherman? No. no. Yours is Mike mm. the Greek. Yeah, I wonder why. The long man. They used to call me Uluang. Uluang. What does that mean? In the dialect, it means the long guy. Lungo. The tall guy. And now, since I moved to America and I established my family here, they call me the American when I go play uh, scrimmage soccer. Yeah, that, that's how it is. Yeah, so yeah. They call me my the American. family too. Yeah. I got the American. <laughs> Why play against the American? Mm. Things like that. Mm. Okay. All right. So Lotso Roma says, <laughs> can Roma make top four? They obviously got a, a nice win 2-0 against Frosinone. You missed a lot of the game. Who's going to tell them? Uh, I, uh, I have bad news for Lotso. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as much as I like Roma, I don't think Mourinho, he, he's got all the drive to bring Roma over there. I think he's waiting for an opportunity to be sacked and to, to take the blame and just walk away. I think Mourinho, he's got plenty of other offers. I think his welcome in Rome is coming <clears throat> almost to an end. His body language is not conducive for me, for Mourinho to bring Roma to the fourth place, number one. And number two, there are many, many other teams that they... They, they're going to challenge for the fourth place. Okay? We're talking about Atalanta. We're talking about Milan, Napoli, uh, Fiorentina. It's, it's a lot of that. A lot of that stuff. So. Well, they, yeah. to say about mm. fourth uh, place, Frosinone, is, no. to, 
okay, to talk about Frosinone, they needed this win. It was desperate for them to get this. I think that that would have been real, real problems. And it's a Frosinone side who usually plays really well and, and has caused problems. Even to Napoli, they caused problems in the first game. Uh, they always play their style no matter what. Dybala played in this match three times in a row that he's playing within eight days, a full mm-hmm. 90 minutes. What? Two assists. Two assists. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So they Must got the job sad. done, and they, they were desperate for it. Even Mourinho said, yeah, if say. we didn't win, the Coliseum would have exploded. Erupted, yeah. So he said he had to play. He understood the pressure. He had to play Dybala in that game, and he's not going to be able to play him on Thursday because he understood that there was all this outside pressure mm. of needing to win. Having said all of that, can Roma get into top four? I don't know. Tough. I think. I think. No. I, I mean, see them six, fifth, six. Closer, closer than what I was expecting before the season. Six. I actually thought it was going to go mean, worse. Listen, uh, the, uh, Lukaku, uh, four stars, four goals. Dybala's bowling. And what position? Four and five, on? I think. Four. And what posi- And they're still... Where uh, did I place you, them? Can you, can you look struggling. at the prediction? Can you look at the prediction? Can we do it right now? Oh, okay, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I was kidding. I don't remember where you uh, where you put them. I don't think anyone no, had them in the top I four. I think though. everyone put them outside top. Mm. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Solely for the competition and, and still yeah. the, in defense. I mean, Rui Patricio, they get two shots on him. They're going to score three goals. Uh, he's just one of those keepers. And even Ndika, I haven't seen too much. I was hoping maybe Ndika is going to come in and I'm going to be like, oh, all right. He's going to be like Kim Min-Jae last year where he takes the Serie A by storm. It's early days, but I haven't seen that so far. It's okay. It's not a, it's not a top, but I think maybe with some time it might yeah, improve. Maybe, his, uh, yeah. You know, this, uh, they're just too reliant on like having everyone healthy. Bove is a decent player, but uh, sometimes like it's too green. It's a little bit too green. He needs to just uh, be a little bit more nasty and uh, get uh, get uh, you know the, the midfield worked out a little better. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think they're. Compared to the other competition, unless something really flourishes, and I mean, Dybala's doing well, Lukaku's doing well, and it still seems like a struggle. Maybe Pellegrini, now that he scored a goal, he could come uh, back to know. the Pellegrini we knew two seasons feel, ago. Unfortunately, I feel like I was the uh, Pellegrini's biggest fan, but I just feel like he doesn't have it what that season was. Unfortunately, but. he tries to do a little bit of everything, which I think ends That's up hurting him. He's like, I see him defending, going up forward, trying to be in the middle, putting tackles, which is it's it's great. But he hasn't been playing well. I hope the goal helps turn things around because Hopefully. Mike makes the point about Lukaku and Dybala. And obviously we know that the season is is contingent cool. on them. Yeah. But when we talk about all these other teams having so many different pieces, you need other guys to step up, and and Pellegrini as a captain, as a leader, as the man from Rome, we need him to go on a tear if they want a chance at getting the and top four. And on top four. of that, they have a makeshift makeshift defense. Cristanto playing center back. Now listen, like, Lotso, oh, I Mike, feel like you're putting duct tape on Mike, something and trying to hold him. Minestrone. Tell Lotso. Tell Lotso. That, that Lotso. I'm speaking to you. Uh, that the key for Roma to probably challenge this fourth place, it will be. I like to see what Abraham, when Abraham comes in mm. and when maybe the, the other defender is injured comes in. So I like to see from them, they have to put a string of wins, mm. meaning seven or eight in a row for them to say, hey, we're not here. Uh, we're not the, the forgotten team. We are here. We are we are a part of the of the group that is going to challenge for that. I would love to see the front a front three with Dybala behind Tammy and Lukaku mm-hmm. and see how they can link up because I actually think that they can link up really well. So, and then Pellegrini midfield. It should be it should be New Year oh, in the New Year. I think it's January. Late January, early February. That's a long time. Well, yeah. But I think they need to make some Mercato moves too, man. Can they? 
Like free transfer. Yeah, get rid of Mourinho. Some loans here. <laughs> Would you there? get rid of him? Absolutely. For for Conte, because that's the big rumor. Oh, big time. Yeah, really? Time. No, I you hate Conte. Conte's not gonna come. Now, Listen to me. Conte, Conte is not a play. It's not a coach that is gonna sit back and defense and make something happen on a counter. Conte. Yeah, that's kind of his style. Well, though. it's not not as I haven't seen that doing doing that on Tottenham, with the Tottenham. Oh, yes, with the with the Spurs. No, I was not doing that. No. Anyway. Conte knows the, exactly pressure, the pressure to be coaching in Rome. Mm-hmm. So I think Conte is, is definitely an upgrade. He's not going to, uh, first of all, he's not going to go mid-season. Okay, but let's just and say a fantasy world. Fantasy world. 100%. Okay. Everyone should agree with this. Yeah, Mourinho's overrated. I think he has, I feel, I like Mourinho I, feel like I still too. feel like he's just got, it's, it's the only thing that I don't like. It's like a marriage, example, a marriage where you have a husband and a wife and they want two different things where, you know, maybe she wants kids. He doesn't want kids. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel sometimes with the ownership where they got Jose Mourinho, but Jose Mourinho's track record has always shown he could get a team competitive more so by getting this group together. But he needs really good players. Needs, and yeah. they're so going, they're more so going towards, we need to build up Bove and Zalewski and youth players, which maybe he could do it, but you're just not getting that same Jose Mourinho. And the rest the of us potential. as outsiders are all like, we're waiting to see Roma win. You need a Dionisi or Dezerbi for that kind of thing. Mm. Zerbi, definitely. But, but he's listen, not going to go. But you know what I mean by that? Yeah, like, I, I just think saying. that that's the... Marcos, that's where something just like is off. Just like Kevin Ancelotti at Everton. His, his characteristics yeah. don't feel well for that team. But, Mike, but at Real Madrid, he's a world-class exactly. coach. Mike, just well fits. said. Okay. Mike, that's listen, mine, I was a weird analogy. This you had a, a but proper one. this is the way I see it. Just put over there... I don't know. Put another coach over there with the same, with the very same easy, players. Though. But it depends the, the coach. Same. Like Allegri like would do even worse. But who's gonna come Allegri mid-season. would do even worse. To be honest, you're gonna get a, a small coach for mid Why is the Roma? It's not a. They have a good player. They're not top four. Stop saying no, they're not. that. They're good not top four. For what though, Anto? They're not for a top what? four. Top for what? You're gonna say Listen, top four with those players with right they're now? They're Abraham, Lukaku, okay, Dybala. Pellegrini, you have a... But what defense they have? The defense isn't good enough. What well, you got smalling? You got a couple other players Let me ask you a question there. right now. Mancini. Mancini Anto. needs to be worked out a little a bit. A lot Anto. of them have to be worked out a lot. Let's go side-by-side side comparison. Roma's 11, Milan's 11. Who is one player from Milan that you would swap for a Roma player? There's hmm. only one that comes to mind. Just but let Anto, him... Yeah, what do you think? Mm, I, don't, I don't think... I'm not going to swap Giroud. Mm-mm. I will say, I will say, I will take Dybala. Over. Uh, what am I going to give up on? Adley. Bro, it's different too. This guy's trying to go bench. I mean, okay. I like Adley. Okay, so let's just say, at max, one player. <laughs> For mm. argument's sake, one player. There's only one player on this Roma side that gets you excited to be on Milan. I mean, hey, uh, Lukaku, Lukaku is not a... Uh, I, I could have used Lukaku to do what, uh, to do something for us, but uh, I'm pretty but you happy understand with what I'm saying? Yeah, I know, I know. A straight swap for starting yeah. Milan. And, and you could go down the list with, with Napoli, you could go down the list with Inter. With Juventus, maybe there's a little bit more arguments mm. in certain positions. Mm-hmm. I'm a striker. You can get Vlaovic. I think we'll see. In the midfield, I would but definitely that, take Pellegrini over a couple listen, of guys. Marco, you're never, never going to know. Look, mm-hmm. Napoli, before they won the Campionato, nobody was remotely... Those are outliers, though. <laughs> it's an outlier. That was built up from the management but now, but to be perfect. When we don't know if Abraham comes in and you're starting to see now okay. Dybala playing behind the, the two, but those Abraham two guys. But Abraham didn't have a good season after his good know. one, you too. I think he's actually going to do really well with Lukaku. Okay, but regardless, if you base it his off... His first good season, his first season, season was amazing. Second one wasn't good. Wait, the first season... 
He had like 24 goals, I think. Okay, so it was a season after. It was the second was, season. Was so yeah. Lazzo, do so not really lose your hope. <laughs> do not lose your hope because there is still hope. Okay. You just put a dollar and a dream hope and you'll be, nice, you'll be okay. Yeah, we got to play the hot lotto, by the way. Yeah, did we you are? see? It's we over did. a billion and dollars. And said we didn't win anything. No, I don't believe won. him. Nobody I wanted won. to check yeah, the numbers. Oh, yeah, you know why? Yeah, you guys didn't include me in it. Why don't we play money? I have a bunch of numbers right here, especially since I banged my head. I might have the winning numbers right up there. It's all scrambled. And you're not going to give it to any of us no, for, for all laughing, no. right? I, I, I looked after you. <laughs> he look, he's the one who's making the most jokes. Nah, the first thing, I I'm going to give him joke. some money to fix the basement. <laughs> 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 to love Thanks, to make it higher. Uh, so we'll Max, more Jose Mourinho also said <laughs> something uh, after the game that I thought was interesting. He said that Italy has the best coaches out of any league. He said, you look at a tactical level... He said That's other cool. leagues that have really good players that make great teams, but they don't have the tactics just like the Italians do. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. That's a good I would agree with that. Mm. When you look at the amount of Italians that coached in the league, I, I remember counting last time. I think it's 17 out of 20 are Italian coaches. And then you see where Italians have gone. The top three out of the top four this year in the rankings for best coaches were Italian. And we does that be Angelotti? No. It's not one of the top three. Oh was it God. hold on? It was Guardiola, Inzaghi, Deserbi. In was it Ancelotti? Okay. No, Spalletti. Spalletti. Because oh, yeah, he won Monopoly. But I'm just saying, if you went off last season in terms of results... I don't know who makes those rankings. To be honest with you, the people, they rank but those things. They kind, of a, they kind of... A okay, either way, on the argument. Yeah. I think Italy, you look at the coaches, that's what really makes the teams interesting. Because even when they have worse players... They put they put out like such an organized team that always makes it difficult for the opponent. And then she's sorry dragging the numbers down. <laughs> I don't know. I watch some other leagues and maybe they got better players. I definitely agree that no, there's some yeah, other leagues that sure. have better players yeah. uh, technically. Maybe but, they, but I watch and they're all over the place. Like the, it's not as organized as what I'm yeah, used yeah. to watching. That's true. That's it true. must be la scuola di Coverciano da Pipersosa. It's a different mentality in Italy. Oh, oh, scared me. Oh, it's Enrico oh, Bogdi. Oh, he scared, scared me. I was about to grab something. <laughs> I thought somebody I else got nervous. Don't worry. You're going to have to worry about him banging his head. It's too short. He put a hat on to block it out. But yeah, no, it's a different mentality in Italy. But you said you were going to say it's a different school? Yeah. But that's how it is. Compared to... Engli I mean, Eng there's no... There's no they have two English, English coaches, coaches in England. Spanish, I... Uh, Spanish. Luis Enrique is good. Pep. Hey, Pep. Hey, hey. Pep is good. That's about it, right? I like their style of football, though. I appreciate what their style of football. What happened with Zabi? The, German, the Germans have been pretty Zabi's good, too. So. Zabi's an excellent coach. He's an excellent not coach. Yet. What did he win? Come on. What did he not win? yet. You know, and Javi said that the hardest team to go up against is Inter. But, okay, now another question. Are... So we saying Italian coaches in general, right? Or the yeah. school overall, of Italian coaches overall. are definitely the best what in the world, the right? The Cholo, we forgot the Cholo too. Hmm. So he's Argentinian. Simeone. He's Argentinian. That's all right. <laughs> it's a different continent. The school of the school of Italian coaches is the best, right? But we're seeing a different wave, in my opinion. The Paladinos, the Tiago Mottas, the Deserbis, the Dionisis, Italianos, different school. Now, are the guys like that grew up in the school that were still the best? Are they getting phased out, like the Mourinho, the yeah, Allegri, yeah. the? It's not working. Ranieri, maybe it's not nice to say Ranieri because he's iconic, but still, either way, for that sure, kind of school the of coaching. Was, it's developing. No, Di Francesco is the complete opposite. Uh, mm. That was a joke. I but think it is. I, I think the yeah. mentality. Look at Tiago Motta. Even though he didn't go to school in Italy, I'm not sure if he went to school in, uh, in yeah, Colorado. Yeah. Okay, so look, those are the players that they they embrace offensive type of soccer. Okay, and the pressing tutto campo, pressing pressing tutto campo, possesso di palla, and then. Uh, and uh, you know, and 
and make the people enjoying the money that they spent for the tickets. Allegri, it will sit on the back. Mourinho will sit on the back, and a few other people that will sit on the back and they will they will play. Uh, you know, uh, you uh, you try to hit me first. Let me not get let let somebody else not to score on us, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll take it from there. So. I, it's just that that mentality. I think it's no, yeah. it's past. Uh, definitely, I think I think that's that train has uh, has, uh, yeah. has taken off. From I mean, the you can already. see it too. You can see. Um, I think it evolve. I think the play, the game's evolving. Mm -hmm. The tactics are evolving, and I think the coaches are evolving. I think now, uh, now more than ever, they're seeing what works, especially in Champions League. They're seeing how it's playing, and they're seeing. How I'm sure there's numbers wise on how this team plays and how many more trophies they win compared to a team that doesn't play as attacking as fluid. I mean, a good example is Mourinho. It worked in the past. It just doesn't work like that anymore. I think football evolved to be more attacking, and you can't be defending the whole time, and it's not going to get you as successful results. I would love to see as Mourinho like run it back. I would love to see a top team give Mourinho the reins more. I think he can still win the way that he plays. <laughs> Because I think that he's forced to play that he is at Roma. I think with a really great team, he puts a chip on their shoulder. Uh, I think that Mourinho still would. Nah. So are we blending? Just, just to go back to the conversation. Are we blending now the Italians where we went so much to the left where we're only defensive and that helped us in not uh, conceding? Is now the new school just... Taking some of those things, but also making it a little bit new and adapting. It's, to the an, it's more of an hybrid. It's more of an hybrid, mm -hmm. an hybrid breed uh, of uh, coaching that we have on uh, on board right now. But uh, at the same time, the, you know, w when you're coming in as a coach and you you're coaching a small team, quote unquote, the those are the people that they have no chip on the shoulder and they said, hey, listen, the pressure is on mm. them mm. to stop us. So let's go full. I you're agree never going to see Salernitana going to Torino and then just build the wall over there and say, let's see if we can stop them for 90 well, minutes. Well, they have a Portuguese scoring. coach, but... But that's what I'm saying. Sizzo Sosa is a good coach. I, you know what? That's a good point. I think yeah. Salernitana, they get smacked yeah. against Inter. I think Paulo Sosa is going to take the fall. They're going to yeah. end up sacking him, but I don't think that he should be sacked. Yeah, no. I really don't agree coach, if he gets sacked. Yeah. He had such a great impact on the team. They had Bulaya Dia, who had this entire mess all summer. He wanted to leave. They had a release clause, $25 million. Nobody bought it in the middle of July. After that, Wolves wanted him. But since the release clause expired, they said, we want $40 million now. So then mm. he said, you pay us. Otherwise, we're not going back to the $25 million. Mm. Dia was so mad that he ended up having problems with the club. Yeah. He left Salerno because understandable for a kid that scored 16 goals, six assists through a season, he wants to take that next step up for in his career. Like that, yeah. He leaves Salerno. They had this big friction, this big problem. He comes back. He's injured. He played his first game against Empoli and now he played against Inter. Salernitana can't score without him. So, for me, you need to give Paulo Sosa the time because this Salernitana side was destroyed mm -hmm. in the off-market. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely. That, that that's a good point. But uh, again, again, sooner or later he's gone. I think. Look, I don't think it's right. Especially if you waited to keep him against Inter, and then the game against Inter makes you sack him, you're incompetent. Because what do you expect against Inter? You must be new here. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, look, look, okay, look, let's bring the perfect example. Paladino. Paladino, he found, he found himself to be coaching Monza just by mistake. The, they sacked the coach. It was the, the, the second. Stroppa. Stroppa. They sacked Stroppa. Strons. And then uh, Gagliani, all of a Stroppa. sudden, with Berlusconi, got rest his soul. They said, hey, this guy here, let's give him a chance because he, he seems to be, they probably saw him uh, 
as a, as an he was assistant. He a primavera coach. Yeah, they said, hey, he's doing a great job, so let's give him a chance. So sure enough, Paladino comes over there and he's starting to put wins on new the board. Ideas, new ideas, new ideas. New ideas and all the stuff. No, no, Monza, I saw the first time, I saw just a few, maybe 20 minutes before the, 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 mm-hmm. the game ended. I, I actually put the, 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 the Paramount Plus on when uh, Colombo, few, few, minutes, few seconds before Colombo scored. Mm-hmm. So, and I saw Papu Gomez going, going and, and yeah. playing. Came as a sub. Yeah. I so, love the way that team plays. So what I'm saying Paladino, is... Paladino, they play good. Paladino for me, there's Paladino, Italiano, and Tiago Motta mm. that I have in the same class of these guys could one day be coaching top, top, top teams in the world. What I'm saying, Motta, Tiago Motta, those are, the, those are coaches that Tiago Motta is really good. Excellent. I love the, guy, the, the I mean, style of playing. I mean, recently we're talking about that Zerbi too, when he was at Shakhtar Donetsk, and then unfortunately with, with events that happen, obviously... He ended up going to the Premier League, and at Brighton, he's doing incredible. I think we all agreed how his philosophy and his results and how he brings a team together is could bring him to a top team. I remember saying this, and now with the way Brighton is, I can absolutely see him go to a team that's fighting for Champions League, all like a, a they Chelsea were about Real or Manchester United or a top team like that, because his philosophy, new ideas, new thinking is projecting him to play like that, because that's where football is going. My only thing with, because uh, I've been watching a lot of and Brian. Paladino's on the same rank. That's mm-hmm. what I wanted. To I was say. watching a lot of Brian. I watched their game where they lost six one um, yeah. to Aston Villa, Aston and then Villa. I watched them against yeah, a Greek was team. Was it Ike, against Ike, Ike in the yeah. in Europa Salonico, League? Right? Ike, Ike, no, no, Ike Athens. Okay, okay. And, and defensively, they give way too many it's balls away. Team. Like they're too high up. It's a li- it's too yeah. extreme for my liking. And that's sort of even with Vincenzo Italiano, I love him, but sometimes he gets caught yeah. up where we can manage it a little bit better. And I think yeah. Tiago Motta, Tiago Motta, and Paladino seem to have the balance a little bit back, a little bit further a little back. Reserved, a little It'll, bit more reserved. My biggest thing is. How do they manage big players? Will they be a Gasparini who's going to play great football, but you're going to be in a market like Atalanta? Or are you going to take that next level and be really good man managers and be able to coach the big that, teams and the big players? That reminds me of when um, Atalanta played PSG to almost go to the semifinals, how they should have played a little bit more reserved, but you live and die with that style of football. But do you have was, to? I, I, don't, I don't agree so, but that's the mentality. It's like, we're going to play like this no matter who we play. And I think that's a little too extreme, but you know, like I would love someone who different. starts with that. I then adjusts. I agree with you. No, I'm I agree with you, but I don't think it's as easy as we say. And, and it definitely, I think know? that we also, it's hard to tell because some of these teams, they have really poor defenders. Like yeah, defenders who, exactly. when you want to play that style, you got to have extremely top, top players, good top defenders. Players. That yeah. way, you, I was about to make that point of there. The flip coin of what we just said is that when you're trying to protect a, 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 you know, a very small lead, like a 2 1 or 1 nothing toward to the end of the game and then you just make yourself uh, trying to to lock mm-hmm. you know the gate mm-hmm. and then somebody scores on you that said you see what happened when you play catenaccio boom so there is a it's flip true. side of the coin all the time so you have to try to find the perfect balance to uh, defend or to defend a little bit more when uh, the game is coming to one end yeah. try not to take those uh, Try to not, not to get outnumbered. Manage uh, when the game. The, manage the game. You know, manage waste a time better. a little. I feel like they were rushing the throw. I was like, what's yeah. going on? And you, know who's, and you know who I think has found that balance this year? Atalanta. Atalanta has... I've seen a very different Atalanta side this mm. year. They got the 0-0 against Juventus. They deserve to win. They played better than Juventus. They went forward more. They had their chances. But defensively, Atalanta looked much better. They, there's some grit to them. They're, mm-hmm. they're physical. They're, they're solid in the back. Maybe in the end, they're not going to have the quality to get to the top four. Yeah. But when I watch the way that they play, for me, Gasparini's team, this looks like a different, mm-hmm. more evolved 
Atalanta side. Is the midfielder does a very good, uh, very good job to to make uh, to make sure that the defenders are, are nicely and protected too. Look at that, the midfielder. I right mean, there. against Juve too, I think they deserve to yeah, get the three Juve, points. Juve, Juve, they deserve to lose the game. They no, got that's so Atalanta lucky. deserve to get oh, the three definitely. points by far. Yeah, they yeah, deserve more for sure. Yeah, yeah. And guess what? You know what they did really well? They stopped conceding at home too. They fixed that home form. Remember last year or the years before, they would lose more games at home than they would lose away from home, which. If you want to be a big team, home has to be your fortress. And the team that doesn't have the balance right, it's the same thing almost every week is Juventus I and wanna, Allegri. I want to bring something up. Tell me. Okay. I know I know. it might be considered to be crazy. If you watch hockey, I know, ah, but you're starting to make hockey, hockey with soccer. If you watch hockey, at the end of the regular time, oh there is overtime. Oh, boy. At the end of the overtime, if there's nobody wins, there is penalty kicks. Okay? How hard did you hit your head? <laughs> so, mm. during the penalty kick... <sighs> The losing team, regarding whether winning or losing, the losing team, if you lose it at the penalty, you get to walk away with one point, okay? And the winners, they get the full win. So what I'm trying to say to you, it's, but if you, I'm not saying, if no. we, let me finish. Oh gosh. If you want to, if you want to get the spectacularity of the, of the game, you want to just, uh, you know, get the. We had this conversation yesterday too, in a group chat. <laughs> They said, you Mike. have to make the team go all the way out for the win. I'm not saying, I'm not suggesting that we're going to have to play overtime and all that stuff. But let's find a little balance. Maybe we Maybe can just we get, get different both sides, Anto. In the tournaments, you have where there's no draw, right? Yeah. And in the league, you get there's draw, so I think you get the best of both worlds. But I think I think no? what's gonna happen is that coaches like point to the losing team guess, after regular time, and you go to the penalty and all the stuff. So I think coaches like Allegri are just gonna be phased out. hundred yeah, percent. That's it. 100%. I think yeah, that's. I think because the mentality that they show, and the it's football, not attractive yo, they, too. Yo, they can't make two passes. They can't make it's so it was, many. Yo, me and you watch it together. Right, yeah. they weren't here. You were so watching. How many times did we scream at the TV? Oh, but gosh. simple stuff not done correct defensively. Mm, oh mm, my God, mm, poor. Mm, the, and I cannot take watching a midfield the way that Juventus midfield is. It's embarrassing. Rabio, Locatelli, poor players. Poor players, just not good players, and they don't have a good system that that fits them at all. And then Vlaovic is not able to play, and you don't see anything from from attack. There's no patterns of play. There's no one twos. There's no movements. Nobody knows where they're supposed to be. I'm so shocked Vlaovic to understand what's going on on the field. I said, what are they doing now? What are they doing? The money. They're just knocking the ball around and then trying to find somebody. There is not not a scheme. And said, okay, look now, now they're going to start to feed the wings. What bothers me most is that we know Juventus can play better. We know that, but I think that they. They see Atalanta, they see 0 and they're like, all right, we're okay. We're good here. Yes. Throwing the game down. And Juventus yes. playing for the tie. And Allegri it's in the post-match comes bad. out and says, oh, yeah, we're fighting with Fiorentina, Atalanta, and blah, blah, blah yeah. for the for the fourth place. As a Juventus coach, as a coach of Juventus, mm-hmm. that right you're brought in for this, him. and you're in one competition, I don't like the words that he says mm-hmm. either. There's so many layers to this. I know it's a lot of what we repeat consistently. You know what behind the scenes translate on what Allegri just said? I said, I do not have a team to be fighting with AC Milan, Inter Milan, and uh, a couple other that's such teams. A, that's such a cheap so, excuse, bro. That's what, it, that's that's what translates ex- into it. That's like saying, dog gave my homework. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. come on, buddy. We, we know, like... The thing is, he's just trying to make it seem like Juventus like, is Bologna. Yeah, so, exactly, or, yeah. or like, you know, Fiorentina. Oh, yo, we got to fight for fourth place. Like, that's a great... No, that should be the minimum. This Juventus side is a minimum to get fourth place. He wants place. a clutch so he can protect his little but job it, security. But it's not even 
just what he says, though, because it's also backed up by the actions. Because a team that fights for the Scudetto, a team like Inter, Milan, and Napoli, they don't do 0-0 at Atalanta and are content with it. Mm-hmm. And sit back at 0-0. He was sitting back. The last 10-15 minutes, Allegri was sitting back. Was happy to sit back and not to challenge the three-quarter and the box of Atalanta. End of the story. Yeah. It was disgusting to watch. I got I nothing mean, else. Thank God I'm not a Juventus fan. I got nothing else on <laughs> but that. But I was happy to watch them because I hope they play like that against AC Milan. We, we skipped which over, is coming up soon, I hope, right? Yeah, we skipped over uh, Inter uh, with Salernitana. Lautaro, what a player. He got subbed in the 55th minute. It was 0-0. He scored four goals. Mm-hmm. First player in the three-point error to do that. He loves... I think he's got nine goals so far this year. He's almost double digits in goals. And we're seven games in. Did My it, question to you guys... Is, what does it say oh, about I put a couple of I think, if I remember correctly. Is yes. Lautaro Martinez world class? Yes. Yeah, uh, you cannot really on. judge against what the Salernitana. Watch his performances. He's top. You can see in the beginning how, whatever, maybe struggled a bit of being in the league, but he's taken the bull by its horns. He's the captain of this team, and he shows up against the small teams, against the big teams, when he's not the starter, when he comes off the bench in Europe, in Serie A, in Coppa Italia. That's what a world-class player does, and he's the franchise player, baby. How many goals did he score against the Parma? Oh, you nah. score. How many goals did Jerome well, score? Uh, no, for, no, answer my yeah. question. He's a world class. I don't How think so. How come he's not world class? It's a small team. You cannot really judge that. Uh, but overall, overall, nine goals so far this season is a lot, yeah. Anto. Uh, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> you got into a lucky groove that you get to score four goals. Can you do that consistently? I don't think he can do it. I don't think he's a world class. I mean, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. I wish I had him on AC Milan, but uh, it's, sure. not a, it's not top, top, top. The thing that uh, I was definitely wrong about uh, earlier in the season where I thought, because Inter had so many different goal scorers, I think they had seven different goal scorers mm-hmm. at a certain point. And I said, all right, you know what? They're not going to be relying on Lautaro. And I was definitely wrong because when he was not there, I didn't yeah. see the same, uh, you know, every time he comes in, he, he does Makes make the impact. difference. Make so impact. they're definitely reliant on Lautaro. He's a very important player, which is normal for a lot for of the captain. big teams. I mean, like a lot captain. of the big teams, you take out Osimen or you take out Kvara, you take out Leal for Milan, which makes sense. The thing that impresses me about Lautaro, consistently he's gotten better year after year. He's got this intensity when he plays, like that he hasn't scored mm-hmm. in 10 years. Yeah. He's running exactly at defenders like a madman, slide tackling. Yo. And what's elite about him is he scores a lot of goals on his first touch. He doesn't take the ball, turn around, wait, get a coffee. A lot of times, he catches the, goal, the goalkeeper sleeping hey, because he takes a shot. You know what Lautaro, hey, you know Lautaro reminds me of? Sit over here, a a Primavera player that's fighting for his minutes. Mm. Like, he wants to prove to the coach that he deserves a star. What they call and him, that's what I like about Mike, it. They call him Il Toro. They call him yeah, Il Toro, going, but they should call him the Tiger. He's got the high of the Tiger. That's you know the true. Song? Yeah, the of course. Of but he fight. He doesn't feel... He doesn't feel like, oh, oh, I'm the captain, I don't have to. He fights every minute he's on. Even when he doesn't score, he rushes the defenders, no, make them do mistakes. But it's true, excited though. are you to talking about the why inter, not? inter player. But why not? I've never seen you I'm that excited to... play, talking about AC Milan players. Who am I going to talk about, Giroud? Get the hell out of here. Who am I going to talk about, Giroud? No, I always give credit to Lau. All right, let's... I give credit where it's due. Last topic that we have, Aper says... Can this Napoli side find some stability and make a push for the Scudetto? They won 4-0 <clears throat> against Lecce. 
We had Kvara and Osimen looking like the mold cells. The ball from Kvara when Osimen scored was was beautiful. Uh, Osimen's got five goals in seven games so far. Forget about all the social media, the mm-hmm. TikToks, mm-hmm. the suing, all the BS behind the scenes. They, I think they took out a lot of anger on this Lecce side, who coming into this game, Lecce only conceded five goals mm-hmm. all season, and then they conceded four. I, I will. My answer will be no, because first of all, you never. Get, it's very difficult to win back to back. Number one, number two, a lot of teams that made the adjustment already when they play Napoli, they take the game to Napoli. They don't let Napoli attack them the way they they did in the previous uh, uh, championship. And number three, there is uh, some uh, there is some uh, you know attrition and friction uh, uh, <clears throat> within uh, the the locker room and uh, the fact that uh, you lost uh, one or two players and uh, and that this uh, Rudy Garcia is not uh, really cutting the masters the way uh, Spalletti used to run the team. So a lot of people they have a chip on the shoulder. They said, hey, this guy here is, doesn't really know what what the hell he's saying. Garcia to us. So uh, they are saying, you know, they're taking everything with a grain of salt, and I think they, they, uh, they're not fully invested. At the, the, the level of concentration has dropped from what I see of last year. Uh, it could be my perception, but I don't see Napoli focus the way they were last year. Mike, yeah, can they? To answer no, Aper's no. question, no, I don't think so. I, I don't even think they're gonna have the same coach till the end of the season. I think uh, Rudy Garcia is gonna get sacked. I don't think he's the as good as Paletti. They, I think De Laurentiis messed up this season for Napoli. He's he put his ego ahead of this team, which so? because he thought, oh, he was at, he was trying to go with um, what's it called? He was trying to with Spalletti, he tried to not give him what he wanted for a season that no one expected them to win. They he didn't want to give him the extra money that I don't think was a crazy amount. And now what I see from this is he's going to be paying two managers just because he got his ego in the way. Like, oh, we don't need you. You didn't do this. But Spalletti was the bread and butter to the Napoli team. Mike, Whether beg- you agree with me or not, because I don't you're not be- I thing. beg to differ from, for you, from, I'm sure uh, from you, do, you. But, but I think Spalletti, Spalletti he, played the duck, he played the cards the way he played it because he wanted out. No, I like, don't think so. Yeah, I think 100%. as a manager, that is the perfect no, excuse not. to leave as Why a winner. Let me tell you something, Mike. No, that wouldn't make psychologically, sense. No, psychologically, no. Spalletti is making looking like, hey, it was his fault. But technically, he didn't do much to, to lower his expectation and say, and say to De Laurenti, say, listen, I'm not here for the money. I love this team. I love the, 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 the stadio. I love the Napoli. I love the, the city. I love all the fans. I'm staying. End of the story. So what the Spalletti t- uh, does, he oh, turns, no, no, no. Uh, that's his fault. He said it's it a- is ADL his fault. No, it's not. Yeah, of course it is. No. They won a Scudetto on how long? It, they gave them this incredible thing to win the Scudetto and you don't want to pay it. How much, did, how much did De Laurenti's market uh, get from winning the Scudetto? A lot of money. And you don't want to give him an extra something for doing this incredible fee? I think... ADL deserves what's going to be happening. I respect your your opinion, but, uh, but I think I'm, you're wrong. Okay, and I think you're wrong too, because right. you you should credit a coach that wasn't supposed to win the scudetto and do that instead of saying, "Oh, get our you didn't we got to stick with the contract." Mm-hmm. Give him the extra bone that he deserved it. Because that's what he did. They what is he going to do with the money at his age? The guys with one foot at the table and another three-quarter on a banana peel. What is he going to do? 
What do you mean? What is it? He deserves <laughs> Give it. Give me a break. He deserves he it. He should be so lucky. He's sitting there with great food over there and uh, look at he's around there. Yeah, it's pretty good food. Man. He sounds like Give me a break. He sounds like Buffalo. That's good. Nice pizza. Nice. Everything is great in Napoli. Well, go back to Florence. What are you gonna eat at the Fiorentina over there? They got nice steaks there. Yeah, I don't like steaks. So to answer Aper's question. I'm not ready to count Napoli out of the Scudetto race. I think that they'll be within points. I still think that Inter and Milan, for what they've shown and what I see happening in the future, they're the two best teams in the league. They're going to be the ones that are close for the Scudetto. And um, if Napoli put it together, they're still, they still can be there. If he says, yeah. if they find some stability, they have the players, they have the quality to do so. My only fear is defensively. That's it. The in attack, they'll put it together. They have the the goals in them. You got a guy like Osiman that's going to score you twenty five goals, and Kvada that gets you double digits in assists. You're always going to be challenging. I think it's defensively. Do they put it together? Does Nathan pull through? Is he a player that you know oh, we haven't seen yet? But can he become really important in the center back position? Those are the things that will determine. Who, if they, they, who did they play so far? <clears throat> Except for Lazio that beat them. Who did they play so far? None. None of the big team played Napoli. Nobody. So let's see what they're going to do with the big team. Let's see what they're going to do with Inter, with AC Milan, what they're going to do with the uh, uh, Use your imagination. Use your imagination. Let's see. Show me. We have one last very quick question. Let's make this quick. Um, he asks, Mirko asks, what do you guys think about Orsolini? Can he become the Italy right wing starter? It Orsolini is. scored three it goals is. for it Bologna to me, to in me their is, win against Empoli. He's a starter for, for the Italian national. He was a starter even last year, and I like him a lot. Sorry, Mirko also asks over Domenico Berardi. Oh, well, no, 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 no. I think well, they can play together. On the right wing spot. They can play no, you together. Got oh, oh, you got Chiesa. He's making yeah. all formations over here. For Berardi, I will never take <clears throat> Berardi out of the national team. So if that was the question, mm-hmm. Berardi to me is. But Carlo. you like Orsolini? I do you think like he's got it? A lot. He's got it. He's got it. I like yeah. o- explain. Just tell Orsolini is just hot and cold. He just he's gonna have these games every twenty games, mm. and I'm just saying it straight because I've seen Bologna law. There's so many times you don't even realize he's playing. And so does Berardi. Look what happened with uh, today. Uh, Parma losing against. Uh, You're arguing against over Monza. against yourself. Yeah, you huh? are. You just said exactly. you would never take Berardi. Yeah. You are. I said the hot and cold. Hot and cold. What are you talking Berardi's about? Berardi's more consistent than, than right. Orsolini. But Orsolini is much younger. younger. Is much younger. I know. He's not okay. What is he? 25? Twenty five, and he hasn't shown consistency Maybe it's less than of greatness. I think it's twenty three. But he hasn't shown consistency, and he's definitely not going to be a starter for Italy. The way he he's can't be not. having a hat trick. He's twenty six. Twenty six. He's three years younger. He's not. He's not going to be well. I don't. I think Orsolini is fine to come off the bench, but he's nowhere near. Yeah, no, uh, definitely not. For me, at a starting, no, he's no. he's not yeah, at a starting level for Italy. And I think no, Berardi. Berardi yeah, is better than him. Berardi is way better than him. Yeah, for sure. Technically, tactically. And he scores more and he assists more. Yeah, yeah. He's more creative. Orsolini doesn't make me go crazy. I think he could be fine off the bench. He needs to be on the time. Yeah, no, he should be within the roster. There you go. He should be in the roster. What do we argue for? No, what do you mean? To come off the bench? It would be a superstar for Greece. Maybe. What do you mean, maybe? We have a pretty decent right winger. All right, guys. That's it for today. Thank you, Grazi. Subscribe, like, and we'll talk to you soon. Ciao, guys. Forza, Juve. What? And don't forget a dog. Yo, he really got hit in the head. I want you to be a believer, okay?